Obi. What could we have done differently? Good question. We took too long. Again. Faster. Okay, okay. No time to argue. Come on, come on. Follow me. Listen. Get in, get suited up. When those doors open, get down the gangway as fast as you can. Load the multiplier, hit the green button, launch it, and get back, okay? Okay. That's exactly right. Let's keep moving. Let's go faster this time. Behold our final and most glorious purpose. It's, I guess, the final ever episode of Keeping It Low-Key. I'm Ethan. I've come back in time 15,000 times to try and get this uh, <laughs> this intro right. And the best I can do is realize it's not going to and say, and I'm in. Yeah, this kind of, how, how you do it? I'm, I'm, a, I'm weirdly, like, not emotional, but I'm like, oh, wow. I'm, I think it's like one of the first uh, best from ever things that we've done. We're going, oh, this is actually like, this is the def definitive end. Oh, I'm underwhelmed. <laughs> oh, I think I've written some points where I was like, I think Ian has an opinion. That's oh. what I'm, really, I'm, I'm hoping oh. I'm, I've got my little checklist and I'm, like, I'm correct here. Uh, we shall see. Yeah, so we're here to do the, what has been said now, the final ever episode of Loki. Uh, and maybe the final ever appearance of Loki, according to Tom Hiddleston. But, you know, uh, no, 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 no. There was a post-credit Chiron. Was there? Yes. Ah, oh, shit. Never mind. That I, I watched a Tonight Show thing. I was like, yeah, this is the this is all fourteen years worth of blah blah blah. But yeah. money talks, and you know, it, it, people always turn up again. No, I'm we we got those three magic words. Loki will return in Avengers: yeah. The Kang Dynasty. Wait, seriously? Yeah, that we that that that, that was on screen. Oh, uh, I did. I missed it, and then I saw it somewhere else. No, no, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is uh, episode six of season two. Glorious purpose. Now you might you might be going. Hmm, well, that's a, that's an episode name I've I've heard before. Well, we have an Ouroboros, Snake in the Hotel. First episode name has the same episode name as the last final episode. Yeah, and if you want things to feel yeah. like they've come full circle pun not intended yeah. um you 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 name drops from the start at the end to bookend it yeah. nicely and that's kind of what we had here and uh from that we're just gonna we're gonna open because there's there's a lot last episode i said i did like maybe what a thousand words I, i'm nearly at three thousand so yeah we, yeah we, i'm we, not surprised by that at all yeah Off so we get the marvel logo all green but this time it's it's reversed because yeah loki went back in time it, it's i like when they've been doing this with the intros it actually makes yep. it worth a 30 yep. seconds log 100 100 um for the most part they just serve a functionary if decorative purpose every now and then if you can work them into the narrative i'm here for it yeah and we're back in the time loom room uh from episode four when everything went wrong and exploded and it's loki's time to try and finally save the day after he's ma uh, mastered time slipping after the, like the 30 minutes of uh, the previous episode. And it's right when Timely's about to enter the radiation zone and die. And we get to see that again. But this time, as everyone's shocked, Loki rushes over to Obi and just says, 
what could we have done differently? And Obi says, well, we, we took too long. So then um, a fifth of Beethoven's, I think that's what it's called, a fifth of Beethoven's symphony or no, something no, plays. No, 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 dude. It's part, of, I, it's part of Beethoven's fifth. It's his fifth there we go. symphony. Like he wrote more than one symphony. Yeah. This Sorry, there's a specific fifth. name for for this version of the it's song. It's called yeah. It's Walter Murphy, a fifth of Beethoven, is what the what oh, that's version okay. Of the, yeah. yeah. That, so yeah, I, I was somewhere there, but it's like just I a modern famously artist. used, I believe, in Austin Powers' Gold Member, if memory Maybe, serves. Yeah. And uh, we get this big old montage of uh, Loki trying harder and harder each time to try and go faster. And he's now saying all of OB's lines and telling everyone to what to do. He's like, oh, no, do this, do that. And there's still no major t change. And I really like Hiddleston's energy in this. I mean, whoever edited this deserves yeah. a, lot of, a lot of credit. When did we determine that Loki could warg into his old body? Yeah. Previously, and I, I know towards the end of last episode where he warged back like 30 seconds, fair enough. Mm. But like the whole bit where like, he's the one who pruned himself or hey, who's not watching Loki holding a book up? Oh, it's Loki. That all required the idea that when you, when you go back in time, there's now two of you. The Marty McFly rule, if you will. And then they decided, no, 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 we're going to Game of Thrones this shit. Ha! It doesn't work if you can't do this, but my okay. brain is saying it's because he's now mastered sure, the ability. Sure, he do, so like he has, well, like he he can he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, so yeah. Like. Um, but <laughs> the energy of this was fun, especially watching Hiddleston's performance get more and more exasperated, yet still, um, optimistic. Or we're going to keep yeah. trying. We're going to keep trying. So. I guess props there. And each time he's saying, okay, we'll get it right this time. And Mobius keeps clicking going, what do you mean this time? And doesn't obviously have enough time to, you know, say anything so they all get exploded by the heat death of the time loom. And eventually, um, you know, there's a version in this, uh, which I thought was funny and gets referenced <laughs> a bit later, where uh, Victor timely decides to put the, the multiplier on the floor for a second and it just falls off into the void. But eventually, Loki decides that he needs to go back to episode four, uh, when Obi and Victor first met, and Obi shows off the model, and uh, Loki's knowledge of the future is starting to scare, at least Mobius and Sylvie, and uh, Loki then asks Obi after realizing, okay, this isn't going to work correctly, how long will I need to learn everything you do about mechanics and engineering and physics, and Obi says decades, and then Victor says centuries so we get the chiron centuries later we can we can gloss over that which a more profiteering company maybe or or even someone who's trying to cling on to whatever would say that's our season three i'm proud of them for a bit of restraint i don't know how you pitch that in a way of it's satisfying for an audience but you this, don't you can't this reminded me of the episode of doctor who where heaven sent Look at me bringing Doctor Who into this. Yeah, I know, right? Everyone's been saying, hey, this is heaven sent. Is this Capaldi? Is this the one we're talking about where Capaldi's telling the joke because he's loop. getting himself through? through the, the bird. That's one hell of a bird. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a punchline. Yeah. It takes him yeah. millennia Billions to get through this. Yeah. Um, Actually, that got voted. This uh, is the, the number one Doctor Who 
fan favorite episode of all time for the 60th anniversary, really? which is cool. So like, that's a powerful scene. Beautiful. And that's the difference, I think, between this and that is that for that, it was a central plot point. For this, yeah. it was a. For this, it, you know what? That would have been a great. That would have been a great episode. It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a gag. It would have been a yeah. great episode, but we ain't got time for that apparently. No, no. And it, with a character who can control time, we haven't got time. Oh, it was it was just all these things, man. This felt like it would have been a really good third act or second half of a season, and instead we had to cram it all into an episode, and that was unfortunate. This would have been a really good episode five if you know. Oh, the whole century thing with episode, yeah, totally great for totally. episode five. And, totally. Um, yeah. So now Loki knows, uh, thanks to the the power of Chiron's everything in the world that he can about physics and quantum mechanics and whatever. And he's the one that knows that it will, it will work. And he's done a, he could do this blind if he could. He knows exactly what's gonna happen at this point and that point. It is it is just it's groundhog day, it's uh, heaven sent, it's whatever time loop thing you want to say. And uh, Loki tells Timely what to do, adding additional tips this time, like don't don't drop it, don't do this. I'll put this latch here so you don't like turn into silly string. Blah blah blah. Obi Obi and Casey start to ask questions about the technicality of it all, and Loki has an answer for every single thing. And Mobius is them trying to make a joke, saying, "Hey, you better watch it back, Obi, because someone's." And Loki interrupts, saying, "Coming for your job? Oh, why no?" And you know he's been there before, and he God knows how many times. I it's it's that same uh, was it. Uh, Groundhog Day thing. How many times do we think that yeah. Bill Murray was doing whatever? Could have been centuries, could have been whenever. So, Mobius is a bit unnerved by this, and Loki's dismissing it because he knows what he's doing because he's been here hundreds of thousands, if not millions of times. And Victor's saying, this is all a bit rushed. And at this point, I'm going... Are we going to see a little ulterior motive from, from Victor? Because there's surely something... Where he's going, if I can do it at this specific time, do blah, blah, blah. We had some conversations outside of the pod about we're going to see some heel turns from X, Y, or Z. Yeah. 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 Jeez. <laughs> I was, I was kind of going, yeah, you make a good point. Maybe not. No, not so. I mean, we'll, we'll bring that, it yeah. needs to be okay. I mean, I, I, I need my viewing experience to be like, although my prediction was wrong, it can still be a satisfying conclusion. Yeah. Doesn't mean that it was, but anyway. Yeah. And um, the door's open for Victor, and this time he doesn't die. And he's able to break through the radiation slowly but surely, and Loki's talking to him the whole way, knowing every single step that Victor needs to make, even the foot movement, and exactly what he needs to do at specific times. And he loads it up, struggles to press the green button, and Loki says, oh, don't, don't worry. Just a bit, bit finicky. Press it again, presses harder. Side note, I wrote here, we are 12 minutes into the episode just yeah. for, for, you know, how much and how little has happened at once. And, uh, Loki's ecstatic cause it's working and Victor gets back and he, this is then when he says, Oh, pumpkins, as if he knows that something's wrong. And this can be seen as two ways. And obviously later it can be seen as the, the second way that we do find out and triumphant music plays. Everyone's happy. Obi verifies it's actually working. Loki breathes a sigh of relief that it's finally worked. Yeah, this wait a is, minute. Again, this is a really good performing by uh, mm. Tom Hiddleston because he's trying to encapsulate what it's like to working on this longer than any. Everybody else thinks this is a seat of their pants, inspirational moment, mm. and he's been working on this for centuries, and it finally pays off. Only 
something's wrong. The readings are off, and Obi doesn't know what they're just they're just off. And the loom's already overloading again. And Loki's in like, how can how this can't be possible? And but they, they did everything right. Those those centuries that he spent trying to fix this. And Obi says, well, problem is there are too many branches. And Victor has the theory that the branches of time are duplicating and expanding at an infinite rate, and it's a scaling problem because the loom can't accommodate an infinitely growing multiverse. It's like dividing by zero. It, it's just impossible. So matter, no matter how much is done, the loom is always going to fail. And then Sylvie brings up, the second the timeline started branching, this was doomed to have happened. The second Sylvie killed he who remains, this was doomed to have happened. And they all look at the impending supernova going to hit them and Victor's apologizing, saying he's sorry as they all wait for it. And Loki chuffs off to go to the the last season's finale. And he's getting ready to stop Sylvie from killing He Who Remains and slips into his body and it's so gooey and gross and I love it visually. And um, we see the whole thing of him trying to stop her and from causing everything and begging and pleading with her not to kill He Who Remains again and basically saying what would have been her lines originally, but because he already knows from experience what she's going to say. And uh, she says, you've been seduced by a throne. And then he replies, the last thing I ever want is a throne. And then there's a little, little, little bit of foreshadowing there. And uh, if you want to stop me, you're going to have to kill me, is what Sylvie replies. She beats Loki and kills he who remains. So now it's another montage, just without a fifth of Beethoven. And it's repeating over and over. And the one thing that keeps happening is uh, Sylvie always says, you're going to have to kill me then. Over and over and over. And at one point, he just he just gives up. Loki is the power of controlling time. Yeah. Why can't they grab a tempad? Or why can't Loki bring future Sylvie to tell past Sylvie, you don't want to do this? Now, she might just think it's magic. That would be something. Mm. But at least it would be a trick that's up for grabs. I don't know if he can take people. Again, that's the, but, but it's the whole thing. Take a tempad, do whatever. Sylvie still technically has that magic tempad that um, he who remains had, which is the reason she can go whenever, wherever. Yep. So she could, hypothetically. But um, I'll be honest, we're kind of we're kind of forgetting about Sylvie being a part of an equation here because this 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 yeah. it's, it's just it's it's Loki it's Loki and he who remains it's you know he 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 is the titular character. So I guess. There is definitely, there's a writer's switch at some point, and I think you can tell when, because Sylvie sort of just fades. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And um, he gives up at, at some point and just says, you know, to He Who Remains, why don't you just stop her? Why don't you fight back? So then He Who Remains stops time with a flick of his wrist, uh, and Sylvie stops moving. It seems to be specifically on just people, not the surroundings, which is why we're allowed to still see, you know, the multiverse not break away yet and um then he asks he's like how, how many times you've been doing this what, what is this your first time and loki asks me how did you do that that's crazy oh, this is so this is the matrix too this is what this yeah. is this is the matrix too yeah and he who remains laughs and he's like he's saying you know uh how are you not able to pause time yet and i, I guess the 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 whole thing here though is in the matrix too it's I know that you've done this before, 
because I've seen it and I've wiped your memory, but for he who remains, he's just going, I know how this ability works, even though I don't remember this conversation, you do. Yeah. Roles are reversed, but I'm still the one with more power. Uh, allegedly. And um, he who remains makes Sylvie disappear. That's this glossed over. And uh, asks, is this, this isn't the first time we've spoken, is it? And he says, no, no, no. He knows all about the time slipping because who do you think paved the road? Can I just Again. can I just say that uh, it was really good seeing Jonathan Majors do not Victor Timely, but he who remains. It was oh, yeah. like, man, this guy's talented. It was a nice way to to bookend it as well because I'm I'm sure like in in the grand scheme of things, if everything works out and, and he's not found guilty, and it's you know in in the eyes of everyone that whatever we can we can go about, but damn, it's it's kind of good i guess that the final jonathan major's performance you ever see is as he who remains and not stuttering victor timely although we do see he who remains parodying victor timely yeah which yeah. i thought was fun yep and he's like yeah i know all about this who i i'm the reason that all of this is still happening that you can time slip and whatever which unraveling a plan i know that villain the villain doesn't have to have a good plan they just have a plan and that makes them the villain what so the the plan because we're about to fully explain it i guess um loki is never supposed is supposed to come here i guess and kill sylvie in some way or whatever <sighs> but that doesn't really matter because even if he does die reincarnation baby is uh, he says cause the loom oh yeah sorry before we get to this the the the, the twist th this is all clearly a lot for loki because you know this is this is always part of the plan. He brings Sylvie back, gets ready to attack, uh, get attacked by Sylvie, and Loki uh, stops time. And he's like, "What makes you think that this is the first time we've had this conversation?" And then he's like, "Oh, well, okay, you know, score one for Loki." And Loki's had the power the whole time, or you know, however many times he's been able to finally learn the ability, so he can do it now. And it seems, at least to to uh, he who remains, that Loki's figured it out. And he asks, you know, what about poor little Victor? And you know, he said the problem was it was the loom. Well, there's no problem actually. The loom's a failsafe. The loom is always meant to explode. It's always meant to overload and delete the timelines that aren't the sacred timeline. And uh, everything will die except the sacred timeline. And you know, the TVAs. TV is collateral. You just restart again. He'll always come back. He'll always be back, and he'll always be he who remains. That's, you know, another time loop. Another time loop inside of a time loop. And uh, he who remains says, you know, this has to be done, because, you know, the variants are out there. This has to be overloaded. This has to be restarted. Everything can't exist because of the variants. And Lucas goes, just, I'll stop them. And there are too many, well, hasn't stopped me before and the outcome he says remains the exact same no matter what which is loki's going to lose and loki knows this but he says he'll change the outcome he'll break the loom but the loom according to he who remains you know will, will prevent a brutal war where nothing survives not even the sacred timeline the avengers secret wars avengers the kang dynasty the phase seven or whatever i don't i don't know 
And, um, you know, every moment of peace that Loki's ever experienced was because of he who remains. And it was because he was there alone at the end of time, keeping watch. And Loki, I'll be honest, I don't really think Loki's ever felt a moment of peace for this to be like a benefiting. Yeah. I've, I've made your life so good. You've died. You've died. You've done this. You've done that. You've had a traumatic centuries upon centuries. But again, ego, insane, whatever. Loki understands, and Victor says, well, what about your friends? You let this happen. What happens to your friends? And Loki kind of doubts for a second, and he who remains says, you know, you're going to make the big choices. I'm the one that makes the big choices, so I get the chair, and what I'm just offering here is mercy. And Loki says, well, for me or for you? And Loki says, you know, I'll just find another way. I'm not, I'm not doing this. And around and around we go. He who remains replies, and it's the hard choice. You break the loom, cause a war that kills all of us, or the easy way out, kill Sylvie. And the two of them can, can protect everything that they can. Being one sacred timeline, everyone else dead, just one easy, easy job alone. So now, Loki time slips all the way back to episode one, also called Glorious Purpose. And it's pre-time slip Loki for a second. He gets to be all evil Avengers 1 Loki. And he's like, I was born for the throne. I was born to be king. And, you know, we do the whole king of what exactly? But current Loki now time slips into that body. And he not really brings Mobius up to speed. But just that whole, oh, you know what? I know what. Let me tell you everything you do. So you're going to say what makes Loki tick. What do I do? I'm going to make some notes. You're going to show me scenes from my life. And, you know, my life's a waste of time. And we get it, we're getting these two different characters. It's 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 literally just the first Mobius that we've ever seen versus a Loki who knows everything but not saying everything. Uh, it's, it's whatever. I've spoken for a lot. I'm going to let you say something for a bit because I need to catch my breath. Uh, I don't really know where to go with this. Um, this is a, a retrospective. Um, so it serves two purposes, two glorious purposes. Or just purposes. The first is the narrative purpose, which is yep. those like, look, Loki needs to go back and he needs to talk to all these things because he's got some questions he needs answers for before he makes the decision that we don't know he's mulling over. Mm. The second one is it's a bit of a greatest hits um, retrospective to the whole series. It's like uh, Endgame does. Yeah, it's sort yep. of going, remember all these moments? Well, we're going to show it to you again so you appreciate it now that it's going to end. And he's just hitting all the big, the big moments, hitting all the big hits, and that's, uh, and that's what we got going on here. Really, is uh, is is two purposes happening at once. We we pop because we remember, hey, remember episode one, and we you know even hey, remember remember um, Sylvie with the short hair, but all these things, all these moments that are kind of make up the two seasons. You'll notice it didn't show the ridiculous giant self destroying dog-like thing in episode five well not 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 directly anyway so uh <laughs> there we are I'll, I'll throw back to you is is the 10th doctor's farewell tour let's see all yep, of these yep, characters again yeah and he's loki's now begging mobius for help and he's listening he's, and he says well, how do you choose who lives and who can die and mobius goes well is this the timekeepers yeah yeah we, we know the timekeepers the they're the, the lizards who control everything. I know. I know the dogma. Loki says, so, but Mobius, would, would, you're the one that's actually doing it, though. So Mobius decides to tell a story, 
It's about a couple of hunters who went to find a variant who would be responsible responsible for 5,000 deaths that weren't in the proper flow of time. But the variant is an eight-year-old boy minding his business, and he's just swimming with his brother, having a good time. So one of the hunters, who's never hesitated before, pauses this one time. And then the timelines branch out, and they start going too quickly. They go out of control, and the partner has to step in and prune the kid. But by then, he says the cat's out of the bag. Hunters died, all because this one specific hunter lost sight of the big picture. You have to keep that big picture in mind. Because he says, you know, most purpose is more burden than glory. You never want to be the one who avoids it just because you can't live with the burden. And Loki asks, well, how do you live with it then? Scar tissue, just replies Mobius. And uh, we find out what happened to Mobius's partner because this is this is a story about Mobius. This is essentially the origin to why the TVA is as it is. Because his partner becomes a judge. In fact, it's the same partner who is able to let Mobius take Loki as part of his team. Ravona Renslayer. There we go, the origin story over for Renslayer, I guess. Yeah, final thing. There's some lip service for her. That's about it. They heard you go. Well, what was the why? why what's this whole thing that, that about Renslayer cleaning up for for Mo? Oh, there we go. There we go. I guess. Yeah. More, yeah. Yeah. And she knew that the hard thing to do was the thing that had to be done. And by hard, Mobius just means impossible things, because there's no comfort. You just choose the bird. And the shots are all direct. Uh, sort of point of view almost from each person talking and Loki thanks Mobius stands up shakes his hand and Mobius falls into spaghetti again as everything goes back around him because the timelines are still dying everywhere all at once that's a that's a Kihu Kwan joke it is a Kihu and Kwan um joke. and uh you know Loki goes back to episode five when everyone fell uh fell away before uh, Sylvie, so the, the variants of our friends. And uh, Sylvie says the whole, we're, we're, uh, there's no way to, there's nowhere else to go. And Loki stops time with his hand again, and the, the strands just stop. And Loki says, well, you know, we're, we're outside of time. That works. And um, he brings Sylvie up to speed about everything and telling her how it was the loom was designed to protect the sacred timeline. It was always meant to fail in case you missed it the first time. And Sylvie's not surprised. And Loki's like, well, I'm out of options. And Sylvie realizes what needs to be done. And she said, well, you're not going to get, you're not, not going to get my permission to kill me if that's what you're wanting. Yeah. He just wants help. And I, I appreciate that Sylvie's still, still not like cool. She's sticking to her to her principles. I appreciate that because the the easy way out is we kill Sylvie and we keep Loki forever. That's the easiest option, and I appreciate at least that they just they didn't just go. New character dies, old character stays. Cool, and um, from here, uh, there's another discussion about you know the sacred timeline, and he says, "Well, is the sacred timeline or it's nothing, and it's just not enough, however, to protect the sacred timelines and." Sylvie's saying, well, the sacred timeline is is shit. It's full of death. It's full of destruction. It's full of injustice. Do you really want to be Loki, the god of that timeline, and take everyone's free will just so you can protect that? 
Because what good is free will if everyone's dead? And Loki's, at this point, he, you're just protecting one nightmare from another nightmare. Because Sylvie's been, she's lived through apocalypses all her life because she's been running away. And she says, well, I'll be honest. Sometimes it's okay just to destroy things and restart. And Loki, you know, he still believes, he says, well, if there's hope you can replace that thing with something better, you just do that. So he inhales, lets time flow again. And he goes back to, to before Victor enters the radiation gateway. And he looks around at everyone one final time, all these friends he's made, was it Obi, Mobius, Sylvie, uh, Casey, Victor Timely, B-15, mm-hmm. I might be forgetting someone, the cameraman maybe, us. All these people he's tried now for centuries to protect and help and maybe, well Loki's, I don't know how old Loki is, was at this point, but maybe he's been doing this even longer than when he's been on Asgard, even like more time than he lived before. So hypothetically, his life is now revolved entirely around this than anything else, than his brother, than the Avengers, than Odin, than that time that he brought ice giants or whatever in the first Thor. This is this is you know this is now his priority, and has been for centuries. And he he just he walks he just walks down through to the gangway, locks the shields to open the blast doors, and starts to step out and. Mobius and Sylvie try and stop him. They're pounding on the door, begging him not to. And he just, he looks back and he smiles and he says, you know, I know what I want. He knows what kind of God he has to be for them, for all of them. And it's for all time, always. It's it's the exact same line. Everyone goes, oh, I know this thing. I know this. It's the same line he says to, to Odin. In the first Thor before he jumped to his death. Because he said, I did this for you, for for us. And then when, you know, talking about terrorist plot in Asgard or whatever. But this time, good intentions. And uh, they're pleading with him, you know, and he uses the force to open the blast doors and begins to step out. And the radiation's doing no harm to him, and it's hitting him, and every time it hits him, it tears away his TVA clothing, and he gets a, gets a cool-ass costume. He's officially called Loki the God of Stories. Cute. And it's this whole, like, it's like, um, it's almost like these tattered, like, desert robes almost. You know, uh, was it Batman versus Superman, where Batman's got, like, that whole sort of uh, garb where he's got, like, a cloak and all these things. It's still, it's still like that, but it's all green and dark green and emerald and everything. It, it looks it looks cool. It's it's a nice scene. The lighting, the it's it, they're always uh, the shots are always, you know, they're like not establishing shots, but like mid shots, long shots, all that. It's nice. I prefer it being far away. And uh, he he begins to use magic, all his green magic, on the loom, and it grows and destroys the loom, and it explodes and. All the strands and branches are free, and then it goes dark. And Loki looks around, and all these strands and branches, and there's something not really right about them. And Obi says, "Well, you know, the branches are dying because they've not been, they've been freed, but with with nothing." So Loki reaches out, and every branch he touches goes from being black to this light, glowing emerald green. And only when he touches it, because if he lets go, it starts to die again. So he begins to collect them all branch by branch, one by one, bringing life to every reality that he can, and they grow even brighter green each time instead of the weird transparent purple of He Who Remains' timelines. And this uh, 
this crack in reality starts to form if we were, you know, going for those Doctor Who and a, a big crack in reality. And uh, he looks back at his friends one last time, smiles, realizes what he needs to do, and he he walks up an invisible staircase with his magic and enters the, the crack in space and time. Big old explosion. All the branches are gone, and Sylvie says, you know, he's, he's giving us a chance. I love what people say that about a character before they die. They've given us a chance. And everything's gone. It's just endless void of of space. And we cut to black. And then we go back and the green explodes again. We're following all these different branches. And Loki's still collecting every single one. And he's ascending the stairs at the end of time from he who remains destroyed little temple, I guess. And he's grabbing every branch again. And the branches become part of this big flowing green cape almost like attaching to him and he continues to the throne it's forming in the same like color pattern and material as he who remains a magic doohickey that sylvie had he sits down on that throne and he holds every branch the music starts to swell and now here's the big finish he brings them to his heart and it's an energy blast that's so powerful it restarts and reignites every single branch and brings them all life. And we pull out, and the branches have now formed a tree similar to Idrisil, which is the tree of life that we see in Thor 1 and Captain America 1. You know, the big plot part of Loki's plan originally. So it's all full circle. It's, it's all it's all Ouroboros. Same episode name as the first one. Remember, guys, we've come full circle. And it's peaceful. It's a, re- it's a really beautiful piece of imagery. It's all, it's this really, it's like, um, I don't know, not like a little painting, but it is very beautiful, like a little watercolor of space. And now, the Chiron says after, and we're back at the TVA, but it's like slightly updated because instead of, you know, the, the sacred timeline, we got a tree as a poster and it says, you know, let's help the timelines grow and Miss Minutes is alive and rebooted and obi's like maybe this time she won't kill us and go crazy here's hoping it's all kind of peaceful it's like it's the it's the terminator 2 ending of everything was peaceful until it wasn't but that's for the next one and b15 goes over to mobius who's doing a report and hey hey if you didn't see if you're like me if you're like me and you didn't see ant-man 3 Ant-Man 3 is sorted. Between the end of the, uh, in the last like two seconds, Ant-Man 3 happened because they, they the, the TVA are now hunting and killing every single He Who Remains variant. And then we're going to go sort this one that was in the Quantum Realm, uh, 616 adjacent realm, which is the Quantum Realm. Eh, it's fine. They, they, ha- they seem to handle that one themselves. So it's all sorted. You see, a, you see a photo of the Kang from that. So that's, that's sorted. You have a... And, Again, if you really want, and the court case goes badly, or just the whole thing goes badly, and you don't want Kang, or you don't want Jonathan Majors at least playing Kang, every Victor Timely variant is now, has been mass killed, has been genocided, essentially. There's your problem solved. No more Kang Dynasty. No more Jonathan no, Major's Kang be, Dynasty. You got, yeah, you got the Kang Dynasty. You just get you get a di- you get a different guy now. You get it to someone else. So there's there's that problem solved, I guess. Kind of not. Get Doctor Doom. I don't know. Anyway, 
Uh, B-15 is like, oh, the war room. We're all going to go to the war room. Casey's gone to the war room. B-15 is going to go to the war room. Mobius, you're coming with me to the war room? He's like, I'll be with you in a minute. And there's a, there's a, a file on his desk with a post-it note. It's like, this, this thing that you wanted, and it's it's his life. He gets to finally open the file and see what he could have had. And, uh, the t- yeah, the TVA's mission, as I said, is killing every single Kang variant. And uh, thankfully, as well, I forgot to mention, none of them know the TVA yet, so that's that sorted for now. And uh, it's a bit later, Mobius meets B-15, and they're staring at the big old Timekeeper lizard murals, and Casey's saying, you know, I want to take them down, and Mobius suggests, you know, just keep them up, reminder for anyone who, who can't remember, or didn't know of all of this that came before. And uh, before B-15 can uh, go to the war room and talk about Mobius going to the war room, he's like, I'm I'm leaving. I'm done. This is the final, this is the, season, the series finale. I need to, I need to leave. My character story ends here. And uh, he needs to see, you know, what, what he's been protecting for, for all this time, always. And uh, he's, he's given, though, he's given an option to return if he ever wanted to. There's always a seat on the war room council, B-15 says, and they, they say their goodbyes and she says, you know, are you scared? And he's like, yeah, of course I'm scared. Mobius stares down at the floor and there's one of those big old for all time always flooring things and then we go to a big old new montage, another montage. Everyone's happy, the war room's full of people getting on and Obi's got a brand new TVA guidebook, I think it's yellow this time, I didn't, I didn't check. It's volume two, yeah. Volume two. You know, if we want to want to continue. And uh, Victor Timely this time, however, we go to Victor Timely as a kid, and he's never given that handbook now. Paradox, I don't, I don't know. I don't know anymore, guys. This, wouldn't that, it, wouldn't it, that be it, a variance on the existing timeline? I don't know. <sighs> a thing happened to, to, to say, here's some closure. What? What's up? Where's, what happened to the Victor Timely that we saw? Yeah. Where's he? Just, 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 just like... <sighs> Does he just disappear because the Victor Timely Prime Child doesn't get the book that he also wrote? Yeah. Don't think about it is the message that I'm saying because we've got a really nice little ending, I guess. Anyway, uh, you know, uh, Victor Timely isn't got a book isn't got a book anymore. He's just a little he's a normal kid. Renslayer is in that pruned reality. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's the wasteland. The, I don't know. The been. void? Silas, something like that, and uh, she's she's staring at all the the the, the they pruned they <laughs> they pruned the for all time always flora good. She's looking at that, and then Elias, that big old purple fog monster that the eight uh, Richard E. Grant uh, isn't there because you know other budgetary things. It's like two seconds. Who knows? They couldn't even we afford get, to animate the thing. You just get a reaction shot. Is all we, we got. We get a reaction shot. We got this this purple light blaring on Ren Slayer, and she's uh, she's she's pretty like defiant by it. She's like, okay, I'm just gonna face this head on. She stares up. That's the end of Ren Slayer. She got eaten by off screen by a little purple guy. And um, we're now in Mobius's branched reality, and we we see Don playing with his kids and it's this a great it's a great old little time and mobius and sylvie watch from afar these are kind of cute in episode four we had that whole thing where she was like i hate you so much i hate you so much why aren't you checking your life i hate you but now she's fine with him because loki died 
Yeah. And he's 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 doing he's doing what she wanted. So she's fine now. And um she's like, you know, the, the yard yard could do some work, but Mobius says, you know, it's perfect. It's great. It's the best house on the block. Like it's it's perfect. And Sylvie's like, it's weird Loki's not here. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go. What are you gonna do? And um, she asks, he asks her, you know, what are you going to do? And she's like, she's undecided, but in a very happy, content way. You know, it's her story to make. And she asks uh, Mobius what he's going to do. And he's like, well, I'm going to stay here for a while. Let time pass, because that's something oh, that he's never actually experienced. What a terrible before. last line. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> I knew you'd hate that. Who I really liked it. This I what, liked it. This wasn't the woman who I liked who wrote this one, was it? No, this is a different. This oh, is someone this else. This sucked. is someone else. Yeah, I know. This reeks of. It's the last episode. We should say something really <laughs> profound about time. Kate Heron was gone by this point. How is long is, is Mobius going to watch his other version of himself before someone clocks in? There's two of them. I think. I think if I was Mobius, I would. Um, I'd go. Hey, I'm your long lost twin. Um, I don't know. Like whatever, whatever happens, uh, you know, it it's up for interpretation what he does next oh. because it represents that life is is uh, forever up to our choice and nothing's decided oh, no, no, yet. And we, we demonized <laughs> Scarlet Witch for doing this exact same thing. I don't think he's going to steal the kids. No, though. he's not going to steal them, but becoming obsessed with a version of himself that's not really him. It's not really your story. Yeah. If it I was your story, like, there'd be no dad there. They'd be in a house yeah. by themselves because we yanked the version of you who should be you away from this existence. I think he's going, oh, this is what I could have had. Time to make my own story from what was lost. And then he goes on. I hate this because he was happy. He really <laughs> was. He was happy being Mobius, the guy at the TCA, at TVA. He knew what the job was. He knew conceptually kind of what it was. And then what do you want? Sylvie comes in and goes, you should want this. But at the end, he goes, you know what? I've thought about it. You're right. I do want this. That's not character growth. I thought it was nice. Oh, it's stupid. I, I yeah, but from here we, you know, Mobius lets time pass, and we hear Mobius's voice echoing, saying, "Time pass, time pass, time pass, time pass," and we're going through. And we've seen all these branches full of green, green life, and we see Loki surrounded by the branches, and he's got this little smile because he looks like a kid getting his photo taken on the first day of school. I've made a face, and I remembered that this is an audio podcast, but think that I just oh. made a really awkward face. He's, like, kind of squinting, it's I guess. It's brutal. <laughs> Did they only and shoot, like, one take of this? Like, this is horrendous. I like to think that they were like, Tom, we're on the clock. The strike's about to happen. He's like, okay, I'll try. I'll go. I'll just woke up. They're not affected by the strike. This was different. This was UK production. They were okay. <laughs> Oh yeah, the, the I forgot. Uh, we, we, the strike ended like I don't know, like four days ago. So no, we, uh, yeah, the strike ended yeah. like Wednesday or something. So it's been it's been a while for us. But now we're getting loads of behind the scenes stuff and people talk, which is why Tom Hiddleston went on uh, Fallon the other night and was like, "Hey, I'm done. Actually, Bye. I need to make uh, I need to make amends here. I need to push a button. I need to go." Uh... There's a mistake. I think I'm 
appear I've been taken in by some sort of a deep fake that was posted about King Dynasty. So, uh, oh no, yeah. So I just wanted to come clean on that before there's the plethora of people going. Actually, that yep, yep. I can't find anything to substantiate that now. So uh, if it's the internet, someone will love to do it. I'm actually, I'm the internet here. Yeah, uh, so. I'm guilty. But yeah, in uh, Loki's, you know, Loki's he's alone, but his glorious purpose is he gets to control and save him. <sighs> he gets, you know, you know, his friends never get to see him again, but he can always see what his friends do. And there's there's a little parallel here that I that I that I like at least, which is you know, um, he's happy, he's smiley, he's not insane yet because it's probably like day day two, and he's still. It's like the person that goes, oh, I'm, you know, people always complain about retail, but I'm gonna do it different. I'm gonna have a great time, and like day four is like, okay, I'm gonna kill myself. I'm I'm ready for this to win. Loki's still he's still in that like three day honeymoon period yeah. before everything comes in, but he's but he his friends don't see him, but he gets to see his friends all the time and be happy. But there's like that beautiful green. And there's the part, well, there's like the. What's well, the idea yeah. about glorious purpose? And glorious yeah. and purpose don't always line up. And I think that's what was said earlier. Yeah. The idea that generally, if you have purpose, very rarely is it self serving or self aggrandizing. So he's actually a servant here yeah. to all his friends. And that can come with fulfillment. That can. Um, yeah. Why do you want, I mean, as someone who's involved in some sort of leadership, I guess, at the place where I work. If you're into leadership because you get off on having a title and you think that, you know, you're going to walk around and the power is going to be, oh, my word, are you in the wrong gig? Oh, yeah. Um, whereas generally people who don't seem to give a rip about title tend to be the ones who do the best job in my discover yeah. because they get the idea. It's about the purpose, right? Mm. It's about what can I do with this and how can I affect positive change? Um and I guess that's what Loki's doing. Uh, he's gone from a guy who wanted a throne. And that's what he said. The problem was they went to episode five and six to start dropping all these breadcrumbs that really should have been dropped in episode one, I felt. Yeah. But, you kind of did you know, with the time slipping at the beginning. But I, like, I don't. Yeah, but I don't want a throne. Okay, that could have been said in yeah. episode one. Um, the bit about how he doesn't want to be, he's lonely and doesn't want to be away from his friends. That was only said last episode. You know what yeah. I mean? And what would that have meant if that was his motivating factor throughout the season that he didn't want to be alone and then he makes this decision but it's like you drop this major bit of character development in, in episode five and then said see how meaningful it is in episode six and i went no because you only gave it a week to boil i do like it in in like a in a vacuum and it is like an over as an overview of the entire story yes as, as an overview i think it, i think it's great and I, I granted, I, I'm thematically I'm, this could have been excellent because they, they yeah. hit they hit the strands. They just don't get enough time to bake. My my um, I think I'm I'm a bit more positive of, the, of this than you, and I think it's because I've seen it a second time and let it wash over me. Um, I still hate the previous episode because watching this is going, ah, oh, this would have been a great two part oh, yep. or anything, and and from that. But the thing I do like um is a parallel between which is like a character study between he who remains like how he views protecting the timelines and watching the timelines uh he's when you i gotta be him, honest i still don't see him as a villain i don't think he's i don't see him be. as a villain i quite yeah it makes sense to me the problem is is, that, is, is it lawful is it lawful evil is that is yeah that i guess so the problem is that this wants me to go i want the multiverse so if you look yeah. at this because the problem is they have to frame this from a you want the multiverse even though the multiverse is king you want the multiverse and i'm like you know what i spent the first 25 movies in the marvel cinematic universe only having one universe in there i'm good I like I, this Loki. I like the Iron Man I got. I like the Captain America I got. Mm. I like Mag. You know, I, I liked. Uh, 
a Spider-Man. I like the, the threat of the multiverse of Magneto. And then he was told, oh, nope, nope, you're wrong. All these things I like. And the minute that you kind of present a multiverse, I'm going, well, where's Thanos in every other version of the multiverse? Because we ain't talking about Thanos. Why? Because we already dealt with Thanos. Yeah, we get one line in multiverse. I think we have that thing in multiverse of madness. Was like, yeah, we killed Thanos. We all came together to kill Thanos. We blew up Doctor Strange. But every universe should have Thanos, therefore. And what that does then, if you create more of those, it weakens the impact of a Thanos I saw and 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 the snap that I saw, and Spider Man dying because it's just one of many. Yeah. Um, The problem is you've got to want me to want the multiverse, and that's fine. I I I know where the MCU is going, and maybe I'll look. Maybe it'll be like the Dark World, and I'll look back on this uh in five years and go it's a real important story point if nothing else the story point's really important and thematically i get where they're going and it had nice symmetry and da 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 you've got to get to a point though where uh, ready for this and it's i can't believe i'm using this word timing is so important and which is kind of funny about a show about time but yeah but you've got to give these things a chance where it feels like it's something organically the character would do. And I'm not sure we were there. And the tonal shift between the humor and the oh spaghetti again. Oh, you're gonna to, hate my intro. To to well no, that's a different scale of fish. We're reviewing. Yeah, yeah we're um, having fun. Yeah. Um, to to the fight scene and all that going on to this great pensive this is the only ch- thing that's left this is the only thing that's left and I think that required a moment to breathe to feel like you'd exhausted every possible avenue and you could look and say how can you not feel that we covered centuries in this episode and I'm going you I don't feel that way because you covered centuries in this episode mm. I needed the, the feeling of silence and the feeling of everything coming to an end and then finally looking around and we going there is no other choice so that i don't know if i don't know if surprise is the thing i need i don't need to be because basically this film aligns with mobius going what is loki doing that's it puts me on that side of the uh, of the branch rather than going with loki there's only one thing i can do and having to sort of walk with him in that regard and i think that would have felt more true to the character that let's be honest we've all spent what 13 12 13 years i think he said something like 13 14 yeah yeah, yeah. it was 2011 thor came yeah out, thor's so 2011 that's, yeah that's, so that's, that's 12 for that's us 12 years Tom yeah, yeah so that's huge and so instead rather than just wrapping it up in the last 15 because we gotta end this thing and it on the surface level it looks like it hits all the all the right notes it just hits all the right notes at the wrong time. And as people who are involved in musical theater, you can sing all the right notes. But you know what? For the most part, the audience doesn't know if you can sing based on the notes you hit. They can tell if you sing based on if you come in too early or too late. And mm-hmm. this thing just comes in way too late. I don't know if... Because I think... I try... Because the the... I'm I'm very negative about the concept of the multiverse. So for me, for me again... Like this is, I, I keep because this is like the third time I've said this about an episode. Like this is an easy jumping off point. I go and then I can just go. The multiverse is existing, and I I can go somewhere else. I do whatever because the multiverse has always been a thing for me in comics. My favorite Spider Man is in it is in an alternate universe. There's a Spider Man comic coming out in an alternate universe that I'm looking forward to reading. 
that's comics. That's different. They're an infinite thing. Movies, TV shows, they are a finite resource. Yes, and I are. think from a from a general audience point of view, something like that. Uh, I always equate this to in DC for the from the 30s to the 50s, you had Earth 2. And that was retro retconned. This that was your prime universe for like 20 years. Then in the 50s, the superhero boom happens again. They go, we're gonna they want to retcon everything, but we're gonna kind of restart the stories in a way. This is technically a new universe. So by like 56, they go, there are two Earths. So the first generation of comics is this Earth 2. So they're still existing. And this one's Earth 1. And you get to have that. That's 30 years of comic books and stories. Again, the infinite resource. You get to do that. Again, you reboot and you have different things and different things. You go, oh, I like, that's why I like people go, I like Dark Knight Returns. Or I like Ultimate Spy because they're the infinite resource. With this... I don't think we're like this. This is a beautiful ending for Loki. For Loki as a character, brilliant ending. For the MCU, oh Christ, yeah. where'd you go? And yeah. again, it's, 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 it's not my journey to discover because I'm I, I can step off now. And there seems to be a general buzz from people that this is the. Uh... This is a return to form from a storytelling perspective for Marvel. And, you know what? The Marvels bar- came out. The bar's pretty low, so I'll say, yeah, I'm agree. Yeah, it seems to be this and the Marvels. They're putting it together and saying they're both a return to form. Yeah, Marvel isn't making much, but again, oh, Marvel I wasn't expecting ain't though. making much. Is is it's it's the lowest grossing opening weekend in the history of Marvel like, Studios. I saw they fifty three million or something like that. Yeah, I think they've they've said it will make like one hundred and fifty to one hundred seventy five. That's the projection. Total. Yeah. Which is a shame. I've heard from people it's really good, and I, I, I might see it. I don't know. I might wait for Disney Plus just because I, you know, so, it's, it's going to be. I mean, there's, there's two parameters. So Number one being this is a good quality, a good quality creative product. Number mm. two being though, this is show business. Is it something that people wanted to see? And if the answer is no, it can be all the great versions of whatever it wants to be. You can't force someone to go pay money to see it. You know, it's crazy. When we started this in 2021. I, I went. I really think I want to see this because it's just it's it's a version of Loki and it's not like it's it's that thing. So how do we get from <sighs> there? You know what? I'm happy to say I was wrong, but that's after like was, was it like three years, three years or something, two years that, that we've been watching Loki. Well, it's an interesting question, and I'm not sure if you, what you had planned, but if we look at went who, what's the most significant factor in that occurring? My money goes towards, uh. There's a few things, but my money really primarily is on Owen Wilson for that. Yeah. Because Owen oh, Wilson yeah. represents us, and we get to hang out with Loki. And it, the the ironic thing is, why does Loki the series work? Because they humanize him. Mm. And then <laughs> how does the show end? He, he's not a human. He's a god. Yeah. Yeah. He's a very human, a human-like god. He's he's learnt, he's a god that's learned humanity. He'd been, that's, that's your story. He'd been basically to the midpoint of season two turned into i'm just i'm just a guy and then that bit where he goes we are gods that's that's an important scene going where we're going to go with the rest of the series you know Mm. playing god and having the right to do this thing he he sort of reclaims his birthright if you will yeah it's for for a character if you're watching this from like a from a from a loki standpoint you go this is the last time i'm seeing loki you know what after watching loki's lifeless corpse in infinity war I'm very okay with this being like it's still it's kind of like it's a um it's a very 
Oh, I forgot the word. I'm going to let you talk for a it's second. It's melancholic? Yeah, it's a melancholic ending. I was going to say it's, it's like, it's always how I describe Othello, but Othello's much better. Not, um, not melancholic. And you know what? It yeah. might actually be fitting for the Loki we saw commit acts of like genocide himself. Yeah. You know, if a TVA was his attempt to create, to like sort of do a penance, um, this is a much better way to do it. Yeah. Um, and just dying yeah than just dying he spends his life in the service of others rather than trying to subjugate them it's it's an interesting perspective that being said is loki a god loki's a frost loki's a frost giant is a frost giant a god it really depends who, who you ask. It, dep- it depends what film, you, wh- which Marvel film you're watching. And also, like, I'm not, I, I mean, it's the nicest way. I'm never going to Marvel for my concept <laughs> of Norse mythology. The amount of people I've seen that are like, I understand more Norse mythology because I watched the Thor movie. No, this is so different. And that's okay. It's an, an, it's an interpretation. Um, I think. I think in this they were like we're aliens, and then they went no, we're gods. Uh, yeah, it, I think that's pretty it, accurate. It's it, it's however, it's the same with someone's like who will win the fight, Hulk or Hulk or, or Iron Man or Spider Man. Like it's whatever the writer wants. I, yeah. I guess at that point in time, like there's, it's free flowing. I don't know. He's he, at this point. This is the most godly he can be. Literally having everything in the palm of his hands to to give life to. That's a pretty like godly element i feel for someone like loki so i'm gonna go yes now he is i we are kind of at the end game i guess so before we get into the the sea we have to do two things we have to do the season overview the series overview and then then we end but episode overview first favorite element oh um of of the episode yeah of the episode I'm going to go back to the fight scene and the and the conversation with He Who Remains because it feels like verbally um, very few people can kind of give Hiddleston a one for one. And I enjoyed <laughs> I enjoyed The Matrix Reloaded, so why not watch it again? Um, I thought it was an interesting sort of move, counter move. I, th- I thought that was fun. Uh, I, I the, the montage is great and all. I, I appreciate uh, Loki's ending. Because this entire show, I'm going. Loki's going to. Something's going to happen. He's going to. The show's going to run off, and he's going to. He's going. I need to stop Kang. How do I stop Kang? And then he's like Thor or whatever, and it'll be like Loki will return. And you know what? I really like the way that his story's concluded after 14 years. I find that really satisfying. I think it's a satisfying conclusion for me as an as an audience member and just watching Loki as a character. Now my favorite part's about to come. Little grumbles. I have the plural there. Uh, I, I guess it's, it's pacing. Yeah, it's pacing. Um, you probably could have done this exact ending. I'd have been okay with it. I just needed a little bit more time to sort of get there. So um, it's t- <laughs> it's a classic for a reason. You ain't got time for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was breakneck speed. Um, yeah, how hard would it have been to make a seven-episode season? I don't know. But um, this felt like it should have been a two-parter or something for the ending. Uh, maybe have the end of episode, what I want to call the new episode six, be when Victor Timely says this was always going to happen. Mm. And then have Thor, you know, Loki, after doing a century of, of work and setting this up, look with like, 
but what else could I do? And then we start episode seven with him going to see He Who Remains. That would have been an interesting way to do it. Mm. But uh, yeah, pacing's my issue. I think if you do the episode five, like you spend that entire time, it's like 40 minutes and you feel that slog. So by the time you go, oh, you like you get that joy of it all coming together and then you go, oh, what are they going to do in the next episode? And you can have it just be like, okay, now we can get the TV under control and then everything yeah, starts to go to shit. Pat- and you go, oh. And you can pat it out a little bit more. You can have another nice yeah. epi- uh, nice scene with him and uh, him and Mobius eating some pie. And, you know, why is yeah. it so important to you all of a sudden that you want to know all about this stuff? And you can go, well, you know. But just have a chance to sort of plant some more seeds so that when the decisions mm. are made in episode seven, they feel a bit more earned. That's all. My grumble um is we got some side characters that were very much seen to be super important <laughs> yeah and and they get they get thrown aside and like ob like ob gets his quote unquote ending because he gets to make the 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 volume two of the tv guidebook b15 i guess is the one in control now and it's the everyone's happy casey's doing casey stuff mobius is is jet skiing or so he, he's happy um, Miss Minutes and Renslayer is like a conundrum which I don't think was ever thought through. Sure, Renslayer dies, I guess, off screen hypothetically. Miss Minutes is back, and again, a little paradox: if if all the he who remains are gone, how the hell is Miss Minutes still alive? How is Victor Time? If Victor Time we never invented. Miss Minutes, how the hell is Miss Minutes? I don't care. But, you know, it, it's it's that thing of we kind of blah, blah, our way through, like, some... Because yeah, this is the end. This is the end. As far as, as far as we're allowed to be told now, because Deadpool 3 rumors, whatever, I don't care. That, that's, that's not the moment currently. The moment currently is the show has ended. It's, it, is, it is ended. Yep. We have blah blah through several character endings that we have been told since season one are important. Yep. And that bothers me. But and it does frustrate me. And I'm happy at least that our at least I guess our main trio, our main trio of Loki, Mobius, and Sylvie, hypothetically, have now had some kind of foreclosure in like who they are. Some sort of closure. Some sort of closure. I don't know where the four came from. I'm thinking of houses, clearly. Yeah. Um, Mobius gets to go off and live his life, and we don't know what happens, and he doesn't know what's going to happen either. So there's there's that kind of, like, see, the, the mystery of life, and Sylvie doesn't know what she's in. Mystery of life, and Loki Loki gets to just watch the mystery of life unfold. Should we, sure. should we prognosticate a bit and go, the MCU's a big place? Yeah. With uh, lots of opportunities. Let's play a game of likely, unlikely. Oh, God. Characters who might show up again in the MCU. Oh, Christ. So let's start off with the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour. Loki, likely or unlikely, we see him again in the MCU. That man's showing up. I'm so, like, I never was yeah. like, he's, he's, going, he's going to show up. Yeah, li- how, likely. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. He'll be, he'll be in Secret Wars. You know, I think if they do Secret Wars, he'll be Molecule Man. He'll be, he'll be goddamn insane and zany and wacky, and he'll be trying to pull everything es- together to stop everything unraveling. Especially if Thor's still there. there there's, yeah. there's, there's something in the reuniting of those two. There's Especially the brother he again, saw Robert. die yeah. now, now being still alive. I think there's something yeah. in that. Yeah. Uh, Mobius. 
Uh, I'm going to say yes, because everyone keeps saying he'll probably be in Deadpool or something. True. Timelines and all that. Um, yeah, sure. I think there's yeah, always think a place will. for... Uh, he, basically, in the Doctor Who logic, he's he he's the companion. There's always yeah. a place for the man. human who can't yeah. do anything, surrounded by superhumans or super beings, yeah. uh, like like an Agent Coulson, like a Martin Freeman. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's always, yeah. especially, you know, Owen well, Wilson's ability to his comedic timing as well, yeah. really important. Yeah, the the enjoyment that you get from Ant Man and Endgame, I think, if they want you, bring that with with Mobius sure. instead. Have them riff. Yeah, have them riff. He can be that guy. Yeah. Sylvie. Oh, I am going to say yes for the sake that I don't think her story's not over. I don't like as much as the, the, the show tells us it's over. I think it's not over yet. I'm going to go unlikely because I'm going to hold them to the story they've written about her, which is she just wants to go somewhere and have a life. Yeah. Um, now whether she, whether she pulls a Hawkeye and we see her come back afterwards, but I think she's going to take an episode off and she trains a youngest. Maybe, maybe (laughs) I was kind of talking more about Avengers, uh, infinity war where, uh, he's just off living life on a farm. I'm kind of going there. Um, Victor timely in the Victor timely persona. Oh, Oh, I'm going to ignore the fact I'm going to, I'm for, for, for my, for my health here, I'm ignoring like the out the real world. Yes. Uh, Victor Timely definitely would come back in like as, as a thing. Cause obviously we don't know what the hell happened to Victor Timely. Like that we saw the one that was like, yeah, sorry. I, it didn't work. He was still there wherever he is. He's probably still around and could show up. Yeah. Um, we've also, yeah, I'm going to go with, oh, I'm going to go unlikely. I want it to happen. But I'm going to go with unlikely. Mm. Miss Minutes. Oh God. No, no, I don't think Miss Minutes, Miss Minutes has no use. I think outside of the whole TVA thing. And cause they're like the TVA book is closed. I don't think you, I've heard rumors cause they end with bringing her back. Don't they? They do. And, and they go, and she won't just take over the world again. And OB just kind of goes, eh. uh. Uh, I think there's, mu- I, there are rumors about Deadpool three. And I <laughs> think Ryan Reynolds riffing off of miss minutes could actually be really quite fun. So I'm going to go likely on that one. Ooh, okay. Uh, OB. Ooh, see, the thing is I'd like OB to come back. I think OB has a nice little present. She can bring to that kind of thing. I don't know where. I get my every brain just goes Deadpool and Kang Dynasty because like how do you in, how do you in, implement those characters into like with the Avengers other than just going hey the fourth wall breaking funny guy She Hulk won't do that She Hulk's already done whatever hey occasionally you need someone to come up with some magic doohickey and with Tony Stark not on the uh, on the roster anymore someone like like Ob could be really really useful so I'm okay mm-hmm. with 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 that concept there I think I also think he's incredibly hot right now. And he's also a, an actor of color. And I think mm. uh, the MCU has made a conscious decision to try and present as inclusive a cast as possible. And he's not just a, a, a tick box. Like, the guy's just talented. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so in a sense, he's got a very similar, in a very similar Agent Coulson, mobius kind of way, he's got his unique spin on it. So I'm going to go, yeah, I think he's likely. 
you kill that man in, in the end of Kang Dynasty. Oh, I'm really disappointed my, <laughs> that my uh, my uh, Kang theory didn't come true. <laughs> I'm almost happy. You know, oh, yeah, I'm, did, I'm uh, also uh, happy, but it yeah. would oh, it would have been so cool. No one would have seen it coming. Definitely a different story if they did that, but uh, it still would have been an interesting story. Renslayer. Oh, see, here's the thing. I want it. My, my brain is saying is saying she didn't die. If you bring Renslayer back, obviously you're like Renslayer didn't die. She tamed. A, she's the one that tamed Elias because you know she's she's really strong and she's got you know she she's always been like that. Um, in hindsight, I don't know where where you put Renslayer unless it's like a Kang Dynasty. Yeah, doing a Kang multiversal war. She she shows up even if it's that um. That like flashback one where she's 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 just a a barbarian helping, and you see the start of it. Well, you bring her back for that and time loop shenanigans. I totally think she's coming back. I that comment on how he she helped uh, Kang march armies. I'm like, mm. yeah, that's that's a hundred percent coming in. So I think Renslayer uh, is definitely a back because we don't see her die. We yeah, presume it's, she it's dies. Implied. We don't yeah. see her die. That that's the soap opera write off yeah. where you can bring him back later. Yeah. Um, B15. Oh, I don't, maybe it's like a side thing. You bring like Casey and OB, and maybe like they're just there in the back. There's if you do a scene in, of a TVA, basically. Yeah. 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 There's that scene in Endgame where they bring the uh, the guy that plays uh, Hugh, Mr. Jarvis, human, human Howard Stark's butler. Yep. Who was in uh, the Agent Carter show. He's there for like a second when he's like, Do I know that guy? I see a lot of people, sir. And that's for. Like the seven people, including myself, who watched Agent Carter. So yeah, it's like you you get that scene. You you open whatever and you go, oh wow, what's going on the TV? Oh no, collateral. Yes, and that's then, your that's your opening. And Casey's the same argument there, so yeah. I think we're pretty good there. Uh, is anybody else that I forgot to mention? That I think that's everybody. Wait, no, that's 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 all of your your key. All right, where's Brad? How's Brad? Brad go? Is Brad in prison now? I just remembered Brad. Brad, Brad. doesn't Brad die? No, no, he Brad's Rens the Brad's the agent that prunes Renslayer. That he yeah. just sort of comes to. I guess he is. Yeah, yeah, he's just he's about. I don't know. Oh, don't Brad's. don't bring Brad back. It would be bring, like bring Brad back is the big villain. It'd be like when they brought what's his name from Ant Man back. Oh, hang on, spoilers. Anyway. Yeah. It's, it's you know it's it's nearly been a year that film came out in february i think we we're okay at that point oh when they brought back oh whatever his name Bull, is Dar was, um, darren darren cross darren cross yeah, yeah. He, he's modok i i i feel that one's okay because they spoiled that like three days before the film came out oh, it's, and then like, it's so yeah. stupid so i like modok as a character no is that that's cross. pretty much everybody seems to say i i yeah. wasn't yeah um so you know I, I think unlike something like moon knight we're like i don't know how these guys integrate themselves into the larger mcu i think these are characters that for the most part uh a it's disney plus's most successful marvel show oh definitely and they've created characters that i think people want to see integrate with the larger marvel marvel cinematic universe which makes sense because it's like you know all of time and, and space basically yeah um so there's something in that and that, that's a win and i think that's probably why the show was i mean you thought it was gonna be a tom hiddleston project but they actually created quite a tapestry 
Mm. Uh, I mean, obviously, we didn't mention, you know, we mentioned Victor Timely and not He Who Remains in general. I think we're obviously going to see a few more Kang variants. So, yeah. yeah. Even if it's a Kang that's played by someone else, the 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 argument you can make is Kang is... So I saw an interesting thread, and I've still not seen uh, Ant-Man. Maybe I will at some point. Who knows? I might tell this that that tale one day. But someone was like saying Kang can be technically used as some kind of like uh name, lineage, like the like like Darth is for the Sith. If that's the case, that's your cop out. That's your you know, I was I was inspired by the last Legion of Kang, the blah 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 blah. I assume that Council of Kangs from um Ant-Man's post-credit scene. That's an easy target for the TVA, I guess. Uh yeah. everything, everything else. I yeah, well, it's it's whatever. Um the 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 joy of comics is you you change whatever. You know that time that they changed Rhodey? They changed sure. Oh yeah, yeah. We changed Oh, we also we're also changing William Hurt's character. We're changing Agent Ross to be Harrison Ford for the new Captain America. You hear about that? You hear about the the that they're having to reshoot like 60% of the film because general audience like test screenings when this is bad. Yeah, they've pushed it back like nine months or something like that. Yeah, it's like 2026 or something. Oh, they've got there's one Marvel film, one like MCU Marvel film coming out next year, and it's Deadpool 3 and the other marvel films that are like sony so it's like craven the hunter who asked for that yeah i have no idea not me um it's yeah i think i'm gonna wait and see uh i'm happy with 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 where i've ended if i come back to marvel i will definitely be i don't know i'm interested it's an interesting it's closed a chap it's closed the door but opened like it's opened a revolving door so there's i have intrigue i won't lie I'd be, I'd be a liar if I was like, I'm done with Marvel. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I've never been done because I've got so much emotional investment in that universe for so long. Mm. Oh, it's hard to walk away completely. The danger is you've got to reinvent the characters or restack the roster effectively. And there's very few art forms which do this. I'm going to compare it to wrestling for a minute in the sense that it never stops. So the secret is, if you're a fan of Hulk Hogan or The Rock or John Cena, and then they retire, the danger is you could walk away. So mm. you need to make sure that you're always developing and having you know, the new generation get the rub, if you will, from the old generation. So when the old generation leaves, you go, hey, I really like these new guys. I'm going to stick around. And you don't think about it consciously. That's the issue. Um, another another Disney Plus thing. Uh, that's the issue Star Wars has had. I'd be we we've covered we covered Obi Wan. Um, I was more positive it than you were. I rewatched. I went, yeah, this is fine. Um, my opinion is still positive, but you know you know what the problem is. Um, general audiences can't move past. You know, understandably, Luke Leia Han. Hashtag uh, not my Star Wars. Yeah, all, all that kind of stuff. They, they they go. This is my Star Wars. This is what I'm used to. Yeah. And we're trying to change that, but we're still going with like certain eras. So you get Andor and you go, ah, oh, Andor's a new character. It's not really, he's from he's from Rogue One, which is also set in the same time as the original trilogy. So you go, oh, you do that. I the Acolyte will be a big test, because that is that's that's new era, completely new characters. I think Yoda's Yoda is the only one that's still around then, because it's like 200 years in the past. I don't even think Yoda's in it. So that that's that's your test there. That's your 
Oh no, that's your Miss Marvel. That's your Echo. Uh, when Echo comes out, that's yeah. your whatever. Doctor Who's been lucky with that because you know what you do? You change the old guard, but you still kind of keep the same paint. Well, the iconography is the same, right? Yeah, so exactly. how's the TARDIS been remodeled this time? And look, how's it's the Daleks look this and, time? And, and the, the enemies Sonic. stay the same, don't they? You know yeah, I mean? you get some yeah. new ones every so often. You get like a weeping, you get a new one like a weeping angel or a, or a whatever, and you go, oh, that's a cool new thing. But you still go, Daleks got side. And, and it's, it's, it's such a clever idea because it, it's, yeah. it, it's an organic. Look, yeah, the actor looks different and they sound different. And that's part of the actual yeah. mythology of the series itself. So it's really clever the in a way that you can't that reinvent too. and go, this is what Tony Stark looks like now. You just can't yeah. do that. It doesn't work like yeah. that. It's just, and, and, and the, like for Star Wars things, you go, this is David Tennant. David Tennant is a robot. David Tennant was a robot 25,000 years ago. So he can be here forever. David Tennant is your litmus test now. I love David Tennant. So he'll, he'll be in Star Wars, sure. So as a result, I mean, you've got some terrible bad luck in the yeah. sense of Black Panther, right? Mm. Um, Chadwick Boseman. I think Civil War was a brilliant job of trying to do this very thing I'm talking about. And then, unfortunately, of course, Chadwick Boseman has some very tragic personal health yeah. um, situations that results in his premature passing. So you go, shoot. And of course, he's got every right to keep that as 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 uh, private as he wishes. Um, and then you've got some other situations where you're going, okay, so now we move things over and go, and then how do they land? And who's the person who's leading this? And then combine that with you really didn't need um, the new Thor movie to drop a deuce as badly as it did because the old guys who are hanging on, you need them still to produce. And instead, you've got the worst. Yeah, the worst, the worst Thor movie. It's close. I mean, I really don't like. Um, I think it's worse than the Dark World. Uh, I think it's worse than the Dark World. But again, I think that's more <sighs> just out of sheer disappointment because I think the, the lows, of Thor was the lows of Love and Thunder are lower than anything else. I will give you that. Yeah. I just thought I had a few more. I thought the idea about mortality was a really. If we remember when we reviewed Ragnarok, I yeah. went. There's a real interesting question about what do you do when your father dies? Like, it's a yeah. really mature conversation that Marvel doesn't seem ready to have. And then they it's tried to have things. it with Natalie Portman, who I didn't care about as much because Marvel told me not to care about her as much because they got into an argument with Natalie Portman. And they tried to bring her back and retcon it. And I went, oh, this would have been a much better thing to talk about with, with, with Odin. It's, um, a, it's an interesting thing because it wasn't my issue with Ragnar, uh, not Ragnar, with uh, Love and Thunder was Thor doesn't feel like thor in like everything no, he doesn't. does i'm going and I, I always hate being the that's not true to the character because i it's was not thought, true to the character yeah but this time it's going thor is not a guy who would like active he stopped he did everything yeah. he could to stop the genocide of half of the universe and now he's just yeah and now he's like He's he's learnt from the mistake of killer of being egotistical because that led to to half the universe dying or disappearing, and then he got depressed and learned that he can't wallow in that. What's the first thing he does in in Love and Thunder? He causes an entire city to explode because he's being wacky, goofy, and yeah. silly. And I went, after learning he was still worthy, he then decides to go into the punchline guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, that moment where he gets the hammer and he looks and he looks at his mom and he goes, "I'm still worthy." Oh, breaks me in the best way. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's 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 powerful. Like I relate to that character uh, in the same way that I relate to Wreck It Ralph. This idea of maybe I'm better than I think I am. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things, and I think 
you're trying to get this this new generation of heroes. So we've got uh, we have we have Sam Wilson, Captain America. We have we have Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. We have I guess we have Monica Rambo. Oh yeah, Monica Rambo. Uh, Scarlet Witch has been confirmed dead by the M- that MCU timeline. Oh, book. dude, the pantry's pretty bare. Uh, we you have, 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 have Shang Chi. Is Shang Chi? She Hulk is somewhere. I think apparently She Hulk's and uh, guy. I'm not. Bu- I'm not buying a ticket for this yet. You know what I mean? No, that's the thing. Like Spidey uh, and Spider-Man? Thor. Spidey and Thor. And and I Thor like- and Thor related eggs. I got Spidey. Yeah. Um. And even then, Tom Holland was like, "I might come back. I don't know yet." If you're looking around, it's like when a, when a sports team goes into massive transition. You're like, I used to be around all these great players, and now it's a very different team looking around. Why am the I sticking way, around for this? The way Cap uh, the Marvels ended made me go, oh. Oh, you've seen the Marvels, have you? I've not seen the Marvels, but for whatever goddamn reason, Marvel went, hey, guys, this is the post credit scene. This is, oh, the, big, this is the big thing. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm not going to say it, but what I am going to say without revealing anything is going, oh, you guys are goddamn idiots. Because the whole problem we've had, and I think, and this is now, this has gone from, uh, this is not just like Marvel now, this is this is franchise culture, pop culture, whatever you want to call it, is we cannot let go of the goddamn past. We can't move forward. And the way that this scene that they've done, it is the most, the, it, it, there's not a there's not a person in the world that's in that cinema going, oh yeah, I'm so glad X thing has happened. No one, no one's doing that. I'm sorry. No one's going, oh great. I'm so glad blank happened. Cool. But because it's from the past, we know it. We go, oh, that's a thing. Uh, that's we, a thing. I know that thing. We we yeah, we 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 pop for the Easter egg. Yeah. Um Yeah, so we even used to do like what was our favorite cameo when we did like the CO skippers. We, we but like that was fun. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, was that detrimental? I it's think it's very. I think I mean the sports team is really interesting. It's like being a fan of a sports team that's now going. Remember how great the team used to be? Let's bring back those old yeah. teams, shall we? Let's talk about the old teams. The old teams were great, weren't they? Because you don't have anything to look forward to right now. Because remember it is Ronaldo looking- did that great thing. Oh, it's a shame Ronaldo sucks now. But oh, yeah. I remember when Ronaldo was great when you were nine? Yeah. So it's it's kind of like that. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the, the the danger is, I mean, you can't afford to be pumping out four hundred million dollars as a budget into some of these films. I mean, yeah. Guardians is over, and yeah, you can bring back Star Lord, but he's going to be a bit player in someone else's film or something like that. Like, it's it's. Oh, I think, I think it's. I think it might be over. I think we're getting to a point because Marvel stories don't tend to have a diff, like a definitive ending. They well, usually don't. Yeah. Hypothetically, you can say No Way Home somewhat has a definitive ending. Hypothetically. Bah, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Hype if you if you really want to. If you really want to. You can't. You won't. But like if you really want to, uh endgame, somewhat definitive ending. Endgame should have it was right there in the title. I mean, if there was yeah. a place to walk away and go, we made all the money, high fives all around, it was this. Yeah. If you really want to give it a decade think- and then reboot it. That's I think Marvel's been. they end with Endgame, but you're making the most money there. Wait five years? We're five years. No, we're five years next year from Endgame. We've been really interesting. Five years, uh, 2024 is when you get. Well, the good news the is I mean, the theory was if you can keep making money up until Secret Wars and yeah. hit the giant reset button, you can literally come back two years later and and and, and restart it all. Mm. 
That's the, that's the benefit. The secret is how do you not lose your shirt? And that's what they've now hit. They've now hit. The Marvel signifies the complete tipping of the scales the other direction. And can you stop that? I think. And I what's the big what's are. the big film left? That's not Avengers. Uh, is it? Not, is it a fifth Spidey? Maybe. Maybe fourth Spidey, Spidey. Fourth Spidey. Maybe a fourth Spidey. I don't think anyone's gonna. I don't think. People what movie reverses the trend? Because momentum's a powerful thing, and it's now going the other way. If we are we talking superhero just in general? I'm talking just, Marvel, the MCU just specifically. Marvel. Oh, okay. Because I undi- think you know the indisputed king of the box office for about a decade and a half mm, now I is losing say, money. I don't think another Spidey could do it, honestly, because people get their Sp- I've gotten their Spidey fix. I mean, we said I mean, Spider. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking MCU Spider Verse. Spider Man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because we did see that No Way Home reversed the trend of pandemic cinema. The question is, will it have an impact greater than itself? You could put out another Tom Holland Spider Man movie, it'll make money, but will it bring anything into that MCU? Because you used to put out anything with the Marvel logo, it would make $600 million profit. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, got it, got it. Look at Guardians. Everybody thought Guardians was going to be this is the real test. And and it made all the money. Yeah. Um, I on reflection, I also think a lot of the reason that Spider-Man made a lot of money because one, word of mouth, two, Spider-Man. Everyone loves Spider-Man. Like that, that was always the the benefit. Considering also people hate a lot of people hated is it Far From Home? Is that the second one? Is that that's the Jill and Hall one? Yeah, right? I hated that. Yeah, people people really don't like like that one. It it, it it's whatever. Um and that made that made a lot, but also that's got that was going off post Endgame. Yeah, it was the first oh. MCU film after Endgame. Sp- Amazing Spider-Man two. I can't remember. I don't think it did that well because uh, people didn't like the first. The first Amazing Spider-Man, not so technically I, part of the universe at that point. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm thinking more like when when you people watch Spider-Man, but they go, oh, Spider-Man Avengers, th- this thing that I think because you got to- you had Tobey Maguire back, you had all those old things. But I don't. I, is that thing of I recognize thing. I want to see thing now, but also. In its own right, Far From Home, no, No Way Home just was like a cultural juggernaut because that felt like return to this, that you got to return to the cinema. I'm going to brave. Yeah, it, it, was, an, it was an event film uh, more yeah. than anything else. Uh, there's obviously some closure that needs to happen there. That might be the other thing is that we've seen the self-sacrifice ending before from low, but it was Spider-Man just did it and did it better. The ending of No Way Home, hoo-hoo-hoo. That's the thing, because because No Way Home's lonely ending is you're lonely in a place where you could freely see those and people. you see it, yeah, yeah, and you, you're more lonely. And you know what? That. He's not a god. Yeah, he's sacrificing the one get he gets. And what is seen as one of the most uh, like full cities full of people, yep. a man has never been more lonely. Yep. Oh, be- beautiful, God. What- fantastic oh one more problem with the mcu is the fact that i'm sorry dr strange is not the leader of the group everybody wants him to be yeah and i got new strangers and cumberbatch is is. cumberbatch has got to be pushing 50 doesn't he i think he turned 50 last year i think he's He's getting on he is 47 oh so there we go oh, he's okay so there we go like like you know what i mean like he's 47 years old like you know how old how long can he be doing this and he's just oh i'm a, i'm a witch okay cool 
What's, what's I got a third movie? eye. All right. A very bad CGI eye. And then yeah. for Clea, was that? Was it was she she bye bye again? It's eyes. Uh, I don't know. Um, I think the the next thing. Oh, Charlie's there on, isn't it? Yeah, Charlie's there on. There we go. I was going to say Furiosa. She was Furiosa, but I couldn't remember her name. Um, the next thing that comes out is Echo, and that comes out all on one on one day. So I don't know. We'll see how that we'll see how that goes for the cultural zeitgeist. Yeah, uh, I, got, I got news for you. It's not going to do anything. Oh no, it won't. I think it'll be. I think it, it it'll do the same that Daredevil on Netflix was that the people watching went, "Oh, this is really good." And then they moved on with their life. I think it's going to be passionate few. I think it's going to be the least watched show in the history of uh, Disney Disney's MCU shows. I think it gets the willow treatment. That is my. I think it's going to. Oh, get you think it's, it's, it's get pulled? I think I I smell tax write off. Wow. Um, yeah, I smell tax write off, which is a shame because I'm sure it be it, it could be good. It could be good. The trailer looked promising. I liked Donofrio. Uh, who, um, who wants this though? I didn't. Yeah, that's the thing. I, like, I, I like the character in the comic, but like, again, my my money is going. This is back to me saying. It's back to my thing with the Marvels. Like, you can't tell the audience this is what you want. At some point, you got to go. What does the audience want? Give. I, I I made my peace with Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it was a very sim- simple formula. People seemed to like it. It wasn't me. Uh, I I could tolerate it. But I was going, all right, I know what we're going to get with the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. And people want it. Give the people what they want. That's the first rule of entertainment. Mm. And it's like they're going now, you want this. And the audience is going, we really don't. And you're going, you want this. And for a while, the the uh, the sheer arrogance of Marvel was able to power through because if they said we wanted it, we did want it. But now that it's shifting, Marvel's proving themselves incapable of pivoting on that fact. And so now, yeah, we're going to get Echo. Great. Echoes, I think, what they call it. It's like special presentations or Marvel, or whatever it is. It's supposed to go well, the ground, the character-driven. Should have started that from the bit. You don't need to have a brand to do character-driven content. That should be your your first goal. I I but, said last episode, it'd be like, nice if we had a break and they come back and restructureize. Yeah. The lucky part is because it's going to be on Disney Plus, they can bury the results. Yeah, like you don't have to reveal just how few things. people watched it. In yeah. the same way that if you release something in the theater we know the dollars and cents that the, the marvel is going to bring in we will yeah. know that to down to the penny that's just a fact you can't you can't you can't hide that i'm sure the marvels is, is fun but there's a my you know my favorite thing as well i went i don't want to i'm not going to watch this in cinema because i don't want to watch secret invasion because apparently that's really important uh it turns out secret invasion is not goddamn important at all turns out that was never important and that was just a lie to try and get us to watch secret invasion that's good thing. thing i did not cave um i think and we talk about doctor who a lot here but doctor who is it's, with loki <sighs> it's kind of it's time timey wimey i doctor who's been had a break uh, just a straight up break for for over a year now and they've taken that time to restructure replan rethink exactly how they want to do because i like jody whittaker's era but from general audience point of view it just didn't it didn't hit people's boxes because of xyz writing or however since they've had that break, we've got three things coming out in January, uh, November, December. Then we get a Christmas special, and there's been there's literally been a year and a, two years. Was it two and a half years now since Russell T Davies was able to plan things and come up with an idea? Wow! It was it was September 2021. How far that was like two months into us doing? Who do you think you are? What a long time ago that was. So he's he's literally had two and a half years to sit down and go, here's where we go from here. Here is the plan. We're going to do this. 
We've taken a break. We've literally had a year and a half, a year off now. October 23rd was the last time Doctor Who was on TV screens. I'm not counting Tales of the TARDIS because that's an iPlayer exclusive. And also it's just old Doctor Who episodes with like a scene or two of the new, the old characters going, oh, I remember this thing. It's cute, but it's not on TV and it's its own thing. So November 23rd, I guess that'll be our thing of going, what a good, what a two year break can do. Yeah, to help to help say because for a lot of people, Doctor Who's been gone since like well, 2014 when Capaldi showed up mm-hmm. for and for that's that's nearly ten years. I think this is your this this is your litmus test uh, franchises. Also, Disney money as well. Mm-hmm. Let's see where may, maybe this gets some ideas. I'd like some ideas, but no, that that's I'm gonna connect all those little Disney properties quote-unquote for just taking a break i think the fact that there's not gonna be a star wars film until like 2026 is probably for the best thing because it gets people a break from movies anyway this has been loki um season overview we want to tangent it season overview before we get to the end oh it's inconsistent um especially no one where they were working towards uh i feel that uh yeah, it took me towards kind of a plot-based place and then decided, no, we're a character-based place. And that's... I liked my little... I've been... I love my little buddy comedy kind of cop cop drama thing. Yeah. Um. And so, I mean, it's, it's a definitive write-off of Loki, and that's fine. There's closure, there's an end point. Um, even episode... In episode five, though, I think this is a plot thing, and it's not. It's a character thing. And that's just the part where I'm going, oh, okay, that's a bit meh. So, uh, yeah, uh, underwhelmed, underwhelmed. Uh, my, 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 yeah, well, I guess we might talk about the favorite parts or something like that of the series at some point. So I'm just going to pivot back to you. Inconsistent is a good word. I think when we did episode one, I went, oh, okay. Because we, we are getting back into the swing of things. Episode two, which one's episode two? Episode two is, um, Episode two is where Oh Breaking Brad. I hate yeah, I hated Breaking Brad. That was that yeah. felt like a weird episode. That that was that was when I was like, this is getting really disjointed. Episode three I thought was fun. Episode four was great. Episode, episode three five, meet meet Victor Timely. Episode four yeah. the TVA blows up. Yeah, episode five getting was getting the band back together. Yeah. And it was it tried to be plot, it tried to be character, but it was neither of those things. Yeah. I think I like when it, when something is character driven. I, I love a character driven story. I love Inside Llewellyn Davis is one of those things which is a character study and that's great. Uh, with this, it didn't know what it wanted to be at points, and that was frustrating, especially in the first two episodes. I think the third and fourth really hammered home what it wanted to be, and then at the end of five, it did, and then at points in six, it still was unsure, but kind of got there in the end. Mm-hmm. I think in a vacuum. When I when I think of this show, when I think of this season overall, I had a good time. Yeah, yeah, I'd be, yeah. I'd, be remi- I'd be remiss if I didn't say that there were points in. The, I think last episode when we did um when we did the BFA when we did uh, what, what do we do? What was the last film we did? I forgot. When we did Elemental, I think Megan asked was like, "Should I watch Loki?" And I went, ah, "I don't know." I was a bit negative at that point, and I my opinion might still be the same. I don't know if you like Loki, watch the series, mm. and that's like your nice little character study. But other than that. Well, think about Loki. We just pinch him out of the this aberrant timeline. Yeah. Where we just grab the thing, and we're like, "Oh, we're gonna show him character growth." And yeah, and we don't put him back into the world a better person. We just put him into the fridge. 
and go, we might yeah. need you later. Just stay fresh over here. Look after the universe. We might, we might destroy well, it later. But you're doing it in the background. Thing. So no one ever has to address what's happened here. I really hope I'd, I'd, I'd like in a perfect world. I'm sure there's one person out there doesn't know a damn thing about Disney plus or all the Marvel content. Yeah. So I'm, I want to see the person who, when Kang Dynasty or Secret Wars or whatever happens, and they're like, oh, wow, this is crazy. How are they going to get out of this? And Loki just shows up saying, I control the universe. I want to see that person's thought and get real, see if they get real confused. Because in comic books, it's easily, if something happens in a different comic, you've not read it, they have a thing that says, see like Batman issue 57 to understand why so and so is alive. You can't do that in a movie, so good luck. Yep, that's 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 the thing. Um, series over. Uh, oh yeah, before before we get to that, uh, just favorite. Let's uh, your favorite thing about about season two overall. Oh, it's difficult now, isn't it? Um, yeah. Hmm. So let's go. Oh, I like this. I like this. But it was all me thinking they were going places, which which they weren't. So that's difficult. Um, oh, um, I guess I'll go with the performance of Jonathan Majors hmm. as Victor Timely. Um, I found him to be endearing. With I'm 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 so angry. The hot chocolate thing was nothing. That he allowed himself to get completely disrupted from the end of the universe by hot chocolate. Actually, He's just so quirky and zany. Oh, that's so, so lame! Funny. I thought it was a trigger. Oh, jeez. He's such a it's such a crazy mirror to the one wonderful evil gang that we've seen. Else, isn't it? That, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I guess him as part of a cavalcade of supporting characters that I actually really care about. Hmm. Uh, so I'll go with that. I'll go with the creation of this rich universe, if you will, that's specific to Loki. So yeah, uh, that, that's mine. How about you? The world building in this season was actually pretty fun. Like I know we we, we kind of joked about, oh wow, there's a crazy there's a crazy hidden basement in the TVA that we've never needed or thought about before. Isn't that mental? Um, I thought it was fun. I really enjoyed the every episode. I, I was going, oh god. <laughs> How can this is it's going to get better, right? Not in terms of quality, but just in terms of like the stakes going, oh, it, it's all going wrong. I love that. I love that every episode I'm going, everything's just, everything's doomed. Because <laughs> by the time I got to the end, I actually felt like I had some kind of payoff and I went, oh no. You know, I've, I've suffered for six weeks of everything ending. What a, what a nice culmination and, and, uh, and happy ending, quote unquote. Uh, little grumbles my favorite part now uh do you want to do favorite episode first oh yeah favorite episode we, we, we always do our favorites before we let's, let's do that let's, yeah um my favorite episode was probably episode four even though i felt i felt it was three or four but four probably because i felt everything was going haywire and i was like man look at all this stuff um see i think i appreciated that because of it also paid off a lot of stuff we thought we were seeing in episode one and two, yeah. which we thought was useless. So uh, episode four was the most cohesive episode we had throughout the uh, the run. Episode, yeah. Three, three is fantastic. It's a, it's a great character study of like, because for us, we're going, this, is, this guy's going to be terribly an awful, awful person in the future. 
but he's just so endearing and he's just such a sweetheart in this isn't that great so by the time i get to episode four and he gets turned into spaghetti i truly went oh all is lost all like how do you come back from this yeah in a vacuum i think episode four is great outside of the vacuum i still think it's good it's just marred by episode five but even then still it's still a good episode for episode four now it's the grumbles what did you hate oh i think oh it... I guess it's about the tone they chose. It's, it's a thing that it, they presented as, as as a plot-driven piece, and it was a character-driven piece. So um, either that or the notion that the best stuff in this was rehashes of stuff we'd already seen before. We made references to Doctor Who. We made references to The Matrix. We made references mm-hmm. to Lost. And it does feel like they were just stealing from um, shows that did it first and arguably did it better. So uh, that would be maybe we were stuck in a time loop all along that's 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 my verdict how about you mm. uh it's it's the similar thing there's there's so many videos that came out when season one came out was people going uh there's this one that says like loki is what doctor who should have been and i went no you're wrong because everything you're saying loki is doing that doctor who should have been doctor who did the matrix did all of these other shows did and it's i'm not saying oh you copied but it is it is the same beats in a different packaging it is it's uh it's cheddar cheese with a different brand that like <laughs> i'm still i'm still i still like the cheese it's still a good cheese but it but going it should the x cheese should do what this cheese is doing i'm it's the same recipe but just like in a like a different kind of milk you're milk. way more of your cheeses than i am oh yeah i love cheese um yeah the se- the season overall like it is very much this thing is going to happen here's our plot and we drop it for this and that's fine i'm i yeah. think that th- i like there are stories where you think something is happening but something else comes up and you have to drop it and then you get the fallout of that thing being dropped later on that that's that's a totally fine story element and i think i do think that's great but Sylvie kind of gets forgotten, but also Loki kind of gets forgotten at points. And then we go this, we need to bring this back to Loki's show. We're getting different character beats and then characters get left at the wayside at the end. I think Owen, I think um, Mobius's goodbye, quote unquote, to, to Loki is great. I, I like that Loki got moments with three of the big factors in his life at this point of he who remains Mobius and Sylvie. Mm-hmm. I do, it, it does kind of bother me that through this entire season, we are told how important all of these characters like B-15, OB, uh, Casey are, and we don't get like a goodbye with them, despite the fact that Loki's final thing he's doing, his his overarching thing he's set out to, to do, and, and literally said was his mission in episode five. We don't really get a, a, a farewell, and that's fine. Life happens; things just spontaneously happen. That's fine. But for a man like Loki, who has the ability to change time, go back in time, stop time for a second, yeah, we kind of petered away and just went, "Oh, we need to get to the end. We need to get the end because we did this thing. We spent too much time here instead." And that's my biggest issue. I feel like the the ending of this season 
kind of fell away because of pacing through previous episodes and what we were told was important and then gets shushed away for one big spectacular thing. It's a good spectacular thing. But that season had a little bit of a pacing issue. <coughs> Sorry, I lost my voice at the end there. You're right. Series overview. I think we talked about this, didn't we? Um, Just like the, the two seasons in general. Oh, the whole thing? Yeah. Uh, like I, I appreciated the ride. I had fun with the ride. Just because it doesn't mm. get, just because it doesn't finish where I want to finish, doesn't make it a bad journey. It kind of like, kind of like, kind of like a relationship. Just because you don't end up together forever and ever and ever on men, doesn't mean the relationship itself. You, you can demonize and go, oh, the whole thing was, was was terrible then. Because even the good stuff, mm. it was all a lie. No, no, no. It was, it was fine. Just because it, it didn't end up where I thought it was going to, doesn't mean that my anticipation for the show and where it was going, I enjoyed it on a week to week basis mostly. So, um, and at the end, I, I appreciate why they decided to go this way and what it shows that the characters, the growth that's happened in Loki, it just wasn't where I wanted it to end up. Um, mm. No, I mean, I mean, if you look back, season one's a fever dream. You go, to, <laughs> you, go, you go to the void and there's all these other versions and then they get, it gets cleaned nightly. And then over, oh, it's like, there's like guard dog that guards the mansion at the end of time. It's like two guys on acid wrote this stuff. You would um, not, but you know what? That's a great way to describe 1970s yeah. comics. Whereas season two, it did feel like it had more of a cohesive, here's where we're going to go. Here's, mm -hmm. and maybe it's, it, it, you're able to do that when you know it's the end. We're writing with the end in mind. Okay, cool. Yeah. That allows you a certain, and endings are hard. It's real hard to nail an ending. Uh, look at why the Dark Knight is preferred over the Dark Knight Rises, right? Look, look, look at, uh, why people prefer uh, Empire Strikes Back over Return of the Jedi. Endings are hard. I think it's even harder. Endings are even harder when it's part of an ending, but also... Has to continue? Yeah, yeah. that's and then, natural and, thing. And then add to that, we're in, we're in, we're in the fandom culture era where there's videos and podcasts and things of that yeah. nature, which Guilty. are able, exactly. We, we, we are, we're literally part of the problem <laughs> where, yeah. where, you know, we go, Hey, wouldn't it be great if it did this and this and this and oh, and yeah, it would be great if Ouroboros was, was Kang all along. Now, the benefit of us saying that is we don't have to prove it or deal with the, with the ramifications of it in a multi-layered universe. We the, can have a fun time with it. Yeah, yeah, we can do, it's like wrestling. People are always like, oh man, and then this guy should hit this guy with a steel chair. Great. What are you going to write about it next week? And they go, uh, why did he do it? Uh, and so it's easy for us to go, let's do this. But actually Kevin Feige is the one who's got to make it work in the next movie and the next thing throughout. So, um, there's that so i you know i know i appreciate it and it gave me and it gave the audience you know one of the things about postmodernism is called death of the meta narrative and is there a bigger meta narrative than death well death doesn't have to be the end in storytelling and it wasn't here we were able mm -hmm. to find a loophole that gave us you know three more years of loki story told over two seasons but yeah um so as a result and now we leave with our character still out there as opposed to dead on the floor thanks to thanos so that's a win you said it's like a journey, right? It, it it has been. I've I wouldn't have appreciated the show as much if we weren't doing this, and that helped because yep. I would have glossed over and go, "Ah, oh, Loki thing. Oh, cool, it ended." But this has been a really interesting thing for me because of all the shows that we've covered for for Marvel, Moon Knight, One Division, 
uh, was it Hawkeye and Captain America, the Falcon Winter Soldier. Yep. This is the one I've had the most fun with, and I think we we talking about it. We've also we talk off pod about it. We we've had like theories and and yeah, stuff. <laughs> even if they weren't right, I was listening back to our last episode, and I was like, oh, I think it's this, and I fired back some because I was convinced that Casey's the only one we saw with yeah. a negative backstory, and I'm like, that's that's a tell. He's got a negative criminal like spirit about him. He's going to be the bad guy because we still got to deal with. But time loop just kind of fixed itself in episode two or three. Yeah. And we're like, oh, how to do that? And rather than go, they just wrote themselves out of a corner. We went, no, there must be a character reason for it. Nope. <laughs> no, there wasn't. I think I was even like, oh, yeah, that'd be a cool sleeper agent thing. How how um, heartbreaking. And then Casey was like, I built Miss Minutes again. It's all good. I'm a happy little guy. What was my argument last week? It was that everything was magic. Yeah. I mean, none of this was going to count. In a sense, not entirely wrong. I mean, it wasn't the fact that it wasn't magic, but the idea that it was all meaningless. That part held up. Mm. Yeah. I've I've enjoyed this series overall. I think I'm really happy that it ended with two. Because they were like, oh, it's like a book, two halves of a book. And that works. That that really that really worked. Could have been three, could have been whatever. I feel satisfied with with this story. And if I come back and watch it again. Maybe my opinion changes, but looking back and going, this is a, this is a part of of the MCU canon, and I can put it away, and that is a definitive ending, quote unquote, for this character and this story. Yeah, I I, I really appreciate it. This is this is what I think like Marvel Disney Plus television should be, if not better. This is this is like I'm saying this is the this is the bar. I think. Yep, sounds reasonable. So we have two things left to do, which is the episode rating and then a season rating. So what did you think of Glorious Purpose season two edition? That's a very, it, it's, it's a seven and a half. Mm. It's all right. Yeah, it's, all, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It, it was, it wants it to be a 10 in my eyes, not. But, yeah. it, but it's a seven and a half. It was good. It was good. It just it didn't go. It tries to do too much. It's like it's like a dish of pasta bake. You throw every ingredient you can in there. And as a result, or pizza, you throw every topping there is on there. And actually, sometimes simplicity is a better shout. So rather than actually mm. have a few distinct things I can taste, everything gets lost. And I think that's what this was. I'm definitely more positive of it overall. I'm going to go a, a, a whole point above. I'm saying wow. eight and a half. I, I really liked uh I'm I'm a character driven guy, which which helps. I think Loki's end, the conversation he has with Mobius, the conversation he has with Sylvie. Ah, oh, I, I really liked it. And I like where our three big characters end up. I like that where Loki and Sylvie go for the meantime is not even up to interpretation. It's it's unknown and that's okay. And I like that. Not everything has to be answered, and I appreciate that they didn't explicitly give an answer. I showed the other day, last week, I was like, I'm annoyed that we found that we found out uh, Mobius's thing. But you know what? It actually kind of worked to its strength about who Mobius is as a character. Even if we kind of skipped over a couple pages to get to him wanting to do that, in 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 the grand scheme of things, I still appreciate where it is with the character. And I think for the season to end that way, I still think season one ends in a much it's a much more um hitting finale season one because of like all the imagery that we get and how dangerous we know and this is a satisfying conclusion compared to a 
edge of my seat conclusion, which is fine. Uh, but no, I, I I really enjoyed this season overall, even if I had uh, no, this episode overall, even if I had es- issues with the end getting there. Sure. Now it's the season rating. Oh man, I'll go eight. I'll go eight. It was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just like the first one, very inconsistent from week to week. Uh, the highs were fantastic, and uh, if you look at it as a general piece of storytelling, I can pick the themes up and go, here's where this was. It just, yeah, it just didn't get to the, it, it just didn't, it just didn't pace it right. That's my only issue, but no, it's an eight. Yeah. It's, it's an eight for me, too. I Because they're saying it's like a book, you get your chapters, and some chapters are weaker than others, and that's fine, because there are other chapters which are more important to a story uh, and a book. The only difference there is the writer is consistent, like the writing, the the author is consistent, like their writing ability is consistent in chapters, even if they aren't as thrilling or engaging as other chapters. And this, the writing drops, not because, you know, I'm disinterested, but because the writing quality literally drops. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's what it is. I got, we got to the end and I, I enjoyed the journey overall. Even though, like I said, if I rewatch it, I'm going to go, oh, no, not this one. Or I might look more on it funnily because the, the entire story has been laid out. And I know I actually know the destination the same way that I'm like, oh, I hate driving to, I don't know, Cornwall. And then next time I drive to Cornwall, which is like for Americans, it's a seaside town in the UK, which people kind of don't like, but do. I can go, oh, cool. I know where we're going to Cornwall. There's that thing. Sure. It's just that thing of. I know where we're going. At least I know what the what the reward is this time compared to maybe I might not like the ending. I did. And that makes me maybe appreciate the weaker episodes more later. Uh, but that's been season two of Loki and also Loki in general. Yeah, keep keeping it Loki and Loki. Keeping it Loki yeah. as well. Yeah, the end of Loki, the end of keeping it Loki. Yeah. We can keep it high key now, I guess. Will there be anything else? I think I've decided, Ethan. Here's where I'm I'm gonna yeah. do a little bit of an of a pitch to you. I'll see what you think. Ooh. I'm willing to dust off. Because this is the end of keeping it low key. So I'm willing to yeah. dust off the old how do you think you are thing <laughs> for a one-off for the uh 60th anniversary. Okay. If you're up for it, and then I want to yeah. pitch it kind of where we are. I want to pitch me as the laps Doctor Who guy, the guy who fell off during the Jodie Whittaker. I tried. It did not go well for me. Um, and then I want to. Yeah. So that's kind of what I want. And then to jump back in. So I will watch her last episode as a as a taster to get myself okay. ready for tenants return. Oh, if God. you are up for it, I will do yeah, that. Yeah, no, that oh no, that's really exciting because I oh ooh, we might have to do like a t- like a catch up session either before like before you watch it, record like here's what you before need I to watch know. what oh the power of the doctor, which is Jody's last episode. Okay, I'm willing, okay, I'm willing to do a here's what you missed in the interim. Yeah. Okay, I can do that. But yeah, so yeah. Here, here we go. A very limited run. Who do you think you are? Let's see how that sort of dusts itself off. Because I yeah. do want, I don't, I do want to watch the 60th because I, or, yeah. or, or whatever it is, the, the episode that, that Tenant comes back because I was a massive Tenant guy. Love Tenant. That was my, 
you know, the, the over the overlap between Tennant and Smith uh, was kind of my entry point. So definitely want to get back into seeing it. Uh, oh, but do you think you're out of turn? So maybe four, because that's the thing. If we're cover if if we're covering Jody's last episode, we might have to because it's three episodes. Yeah. Wait, Jody's yeah. last episode is three episodes. No, Jody's last episode is one episode. Okay. It's an hour and a half special. That's fine. But this the sixtieth. When is, is the when is the sixtieth? Because we got to make I, sure our ducks in a row for that. The sixtieth is Saturday, the twenty fifth of November, and then after that will be the second of November, uh, of December, and the ninth of December is when uh the series ends okay yeah so i want us to be on pace for the tenant episode for sure yeah all right cool all right so we'll talk more off mic about that excellent so that that's a nice little teaser if, if you like us talking doctor who yeah, timey wimey stuff i know there's some people who really like the whole ian ethan yeah. di- 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 dynamic because it's, it's a different feel i know andy yeah. dixon will be thrilled about some doctor who so there we go <laughs> Uh, so that has been that's been all of keeping it low key. If you've been listening from from episode one of the first season, or you've been catching up, or you've just listened to any, thank you so much. This has literally been three years now of doing this. Let alone the almost two hour runtime we've got today. That's um, to be fair for for what is the end of a season and also the series. I was expecting us to go longer, but oh, from okay. retrospective, I'm happy. Yeah, me too. No, it's been cra- thank you so much for listening. I, so Ian, thank you for for staying. We we had it was like us and Georgia and Liam at points, but it's it's been like a nice constant. No, it's good. It's, it's good. I've, I've I've enjoyed being the Mobius to your to your god of stories. Excellent. Uh, so if if you're if somehow you've only been listening to just this uh today's monday Mo, uh mobius marvel monday the final one for now tomorrow will be our 200th main episode yeah. where we do no country for old men mm-hmm. the cohen brothers dare i say epic yeah uh and not only will it just be uh us on there we'll also when we get to our end we will have our patrons hopefully joining us for our end game as well we'll open the end game up to the entire it's like the multiverse of the bfe we're going to open it up and see who falls through the cracks in time and if you want to be one of those patrons that join us for an episode or just you know chucking a bug or talk to us on our twitter group chat that is patreon.com forward slash bfe we kept it simple for you it is i think you said uh the smallest is three pound a month. Three British join. pounds a month gets you yeah. in the door. Price less, think, less than the price of a cup of coffee at Costa. Yeah, come on. Folks. I don't think there's anything. Is there anything else coming out this week other than this? Uh, no country for old men. I know. I think we're a little bit more reduced because actually it's going to be we're going to sort of pick up the recording schedule a little bit to make up mm. for the. We're going to allow ourselves a mini Christmas break, but we won't yeah. be having any breaks in our content delivery. So, <laughs> yeah, it'll be a busy week for us. Wonderful, wonderful. So. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you want to get in contact with us about any thoughts that you have about the show or just, you know, that you, you've enjoyed it, uh, you can rate us. Uh, give us a rating on iTunes, uh, the podcast app. Five stars is, is always fun. We always love reading our reviews. But also, we are on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it at uh, bestfilmeverpod at twitter.com. Uh, so, I, uh, I'm, I'm... Bestfilmeverpod at gmail.com. Yeah. And on Twitter. Oh, on Twitter. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. yeah. And I don't really know where to end this because this is crazy to go. This is the end. Thank you for listening. Uh, I've been Ethan. And I've been Ian. I'd be remiss to say that doing this has felt like a glorious purpose. We will see you in the next one. 
McDonald's. 